0: If you're in need of something to celebrate today, there are several suggestions from my usual font of opening paragraph inspiration. Why not make some guacamole? Explore the world and collect rocks. Do something, or deliberately don't do something, to protect the ozone layer. Or find someone you don't know and sit next to them for a spell. In fact, one icebreaker for that last one is to maybe ask... Are you a subscriber of Charlottesville Community Engagement? This program is intended to give you fodder for conversations with all manner of people. I'm Sean Tubbs, and I am definitely strange. In today's newsletter, just two stories... A University of Virginia audit of public safety recommendations from 2017 reveals that all all steps have been taken. And Charlottesville's Economic Development Office will hire a consultant to help come up with an economic development strategic plan. In this first subscriber-supported shout-out... Charlottesville Community Bikes believes that bicycles can be a means to social change, addressing issues of equity, access, and inclusion. They provide free bikes to adults who need one and have a special program that provides free bikes to children. Their mobile bike repair clinics will continue on September 29th with a stop on Miki Drive. Want to learn more or support their work? Charlottesville Community Bikes is currently seeking matching funds for a grant from the OutRide Fund, Visit charlottesvillecommunitybikes.org to learn more.
1: Oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. The 17-member Board of Visitors of the University of Virginia is meeting this week at the Rotunda. And yesterday, a committee charged with overseeing audits and compliance gathered first. One of their discussions yesterday was a review of the results of a public safety audit conducted after the events of August 11, 2017, when a large group of white supremacists led a tiki-tort parade around grounds, shouting slogans such as, Jews will not replace us. This resulted in a confrontation in front of the rotunda in which several were injured. University of Virginia police were criticized for inaction during the incident, A month later, UVA hired the firm Margolis Healy to conduct a review of safety and security programs. And a series of recommendations was presented to the Board of Visitors that December. There's a link to an article in UVA Today from that time. An audit plan approved by the Board of Visitors in June called for a status update on what's happened since. Tim Longo is UVA's Associate Vice President for Safety and Security and Chief of Police. Sometimes
2: audits scare people, especially if it's like the IRS or something like that. But you know, audits are about holding people accountable and reminding us of what we committed to and promised that we would do.
0: The Margolis and Healy report had six recommendations, and only four of them are considered fully implemented.
2: And when Margolis and Healy came, um, it's important to remember why they came. It's because something really bad happened in our community, and what what we found along the way were things were broken, systems got broken, communication was broken, integration was broken, cooperation was broken, amongst critical public safety resources, and the damage will live with us, will outlive all of us in this room.
0: One of the implemented items is Longo's new position, which he said helped create a central command structure for UVA's police department, the emergency management department, threat assessments, and security cameras. For many years, Longo was the chief of police in Charlottesville.
2: What the audit did was remind us that there's just a couple things we haven't done yet. One of the small things we haven't done yet in the police department is actually create a strategic plan around community engagement. We put a lieutenant in charge of community engagement. We promoted a sergeant into that rank. We've hired a student, and community engagement person. We hired a diversity officer, but we didn't create the plan.
0: Longo said the plan needs to be completed yesterday, but he hopes it will be done by the end of the academic year. Longo said another item waiting to happen is the transfer of fire safety responsibility and the medical center's emergency management functions to his office. The full results of the audit were not listed in the packet, but members of the committee had the chance to ask questions. Thomas A. De Pasquale is in his second term on the Board of Visitors.
2: Do you, do you feel there's a good implementation between us and the city now? I mean, there was almost no implementation at all between us and the city during the crisis. Where are we on that? Well, uh, Mr. Chairman, I, th- I, I really believe that uh, at least in the last couple of years, the communication between the police departments um, has been far more robust than it had been in, in two or three previous years. Historically, the communication has always been great between the city and the county university
0: across the governing body and the law enforcement agencies, that's beginning to improve greatly. Longo pointed to the recent decision by Albemarle County to create a separate emergency management division within the fire rescue department. The University of Virginia Police Department currently has 19 people in queue to become officers, which Longo attributed to recent pay increases for officers. I think we've just dropped down below double digits. It's been a long, long time since we've ever been there. I'll have more from the Board of Visitors meeting in future episodes of Charlottesville Community Engagement. You're listening to Charlottesville Community Engagement, and in today's second subscriber-supported shout-out, the Albemarle Charlottesville Historical Society continues its speaker series with a look back at the origins of Penn Park. That's the title of a talk to be given by architectural historian Nancy Kraus on Wednesday, September 21st at 6.30 p.m. at the Center at Belvedere. Krauss will travel back to between 1770 to 1845, when the site was acquired and assembled by Dr. George Gilmer Jr. The Penn Park mansion is long gone, but Krauss will compare it to other structures in Albemarle County from around that time. If you can't make it to the Center, the talk will also be live-streamed on Facebook. Register on the if you plan to attend. Thanks to those who support the shout-outs. One more segment today in Friday's edition. What role should economic development play in the future of Charlottesville? That question is a crucial one as local governments continue to recover from the pandemic and key in a city where there's been much executive turnover in the past five years. This week, the city's seven-member Economic Development Authority was briefed on a new strategic plan intended to guide the city's efforts. Chris Engel is the city's Economic Development Director.
1: Uh, It has been about 10 years since we have embarked on a full-blown strategic planning process. So With the encouragement of our interim city manager, Michael Rogers, um, we are proceeding down the path to have a consultant join us to help guide us through a strategic
0: planning effort. When one is hired, the process will include focus groups. Currently, there are four proposals from various firms and a selection will be made in the near future.
1: You're gonna hear a lot more about this. Uh, It's expected to probably be about a six
0: month process once it starts. The last strategic plan was done internally And Engel said this new process will allow for new ideas and energy while also allowing for and encouraging inclusivity. Albemarle County has a similar plan called Project Enable, which was also created internally, though there was public engagement during that process. If you want to go back in time in the city and 10 years ago, take a look at the city's economic development report for fiscal year 2012. The city will also be participating in a regional economic development plan being conducted by the Thomas Jefferson Planning District Commission. The EDA also got other updates on other projects that the Office of Economic Development has been working on. One of them is a program called Go Hire. George Sandridge is a business development manager working for the city's economic development office.
1: Um, This was started uh, late 2015, early 2016, And It really has two different parts. You have the uh, existing worker retraining program, so that's uh, existing workers who work for a business or a company here in the city. Uh, The employer can take advantage of this grant to get these employees or this employee retrained for a new skill or to better an existing skill.
0: The other part is a subsidy that can help encourage employers to hire new people.
1: And so that is a grant that employers can take advantage of if they hire city residents paying them at least $15 an hour. It's a reimbursable grant.
0: In April 2020, in the first month of the pandemic, the city repurposed one grant program to become the Building Resilience Among Charlottesville Entrepreneurs Grant, or BRACE. And the application period for the fourth round just ended.
1: For the past two years, BRACE has been a pretty consistent uh, force coming out of the OED office.
0: There were 157 applications in the first three rounds, and 116 individual businesses were helped in some manner. The average grant is
1: $1,840.
0: Another economic development program run by the city is the Seville Match Program, where the city helps provide local funds to help entities that are pulling down federal and state grant money. Nine companies have so far taken advantage of this program. The EDA also holds the lease for the Charlottesville Pavilion with red light management. Engel said the two entities are considering conducting a fiscal impact study of the pavilion that will take a look at the current season, which ends later this fall.
1: Uh, This is the typical economic impact type of study where there'll be a big number that, you you know, some millions of dollars that are, are attributed to
0: the activities of of the uh the venue more on that report as it comes together as well as all of these other economic development aspects in future installments of charlottesville community engagement but that is it for episode 432 words sounds and images written produced and arranged by sean tubbs using a multitude of different source recordings including the university of virginia board of visitors the charlottesville economic development authority and emails from various entities looking to get information out but missing from such a professional description are the people who make it all happen financially through some form of a payment to town crier productions a company created to bring you information about what's around all of us because there certainly is demand for descriptive summaries of what's happening. The best way to support the program's continued existence is to subscribe through Substack. And that continued existence includes ways to improve the reporting, such as covering the costs of fees to research deeds and court filings, and everything else required to tell stories about this changing community. That's what a town crier does. And if you sign up for Ting, and you get, I think I'm gonna do this from memory because I didn't write it down this time, you get a $75 um, gift card, you get a free installation, and in your second month for free. Woohoo! I think you got to put in the community code. Plug in. No, wait, you have to plug in the community code. Community. I, I don't know. To qualify for those benefits, enter the promo code COMMUNITY when you check out. The music that you hear, a lot of it, if it's not by me, comes from a person called Vraki, who is not on TikTok, so he's not Tiki-Taki or Ricky tiki tavi I am Sean Tubbs, the host of this program. There will be more in the future. There's a lot to get to. There's only two segments today because a third one dropped out when the survey I was promoting was seemingly incorrect. Uh, And so I basically just want these two stories out there. And now let's get on to the next one. What's it gonna be? I don't know. This coffee is way too strong. Stay classy, Charlottesville. Goodbye, I swear I'm okay. Just excited to get to do this work.